Hey, uh, howdy. How's it going, folks? My name is Peter Shrupp. Welcome to the Direct Support Podcast. Um, happy Labor Day weekend uh, ending, if that means anything. I, I, uh, there's this uh, comedy venue in L.A. called the Dynasty Typewriter. I was trying to get there uh, just to check out a show or two before things, you know, quarantined up. And now I can't go. But they have this character on their Instagram called Marquee Mark, as in the guy who runs the marquees. And he posted the greatest, I don't know, just like the greatest Labor Day weekend thing. Um, I was also thinking about, do you guys also wear like your nice mask on Sundays or when you know you're going to the grocery store or something? I got my like crappy masks that I wear every day. And then I like have a cooler mask that I think is just a little bit nicer fabric and I'll save it. That's probably pointless, right? What's the point of that? But I'm doing it. Today I'm recording this being Monday. Tomorrow this comes out, but tonight I'm going to make some hot honey and prosciutto pizzas. So I'll give you an update on how that goes. Get some olive oil, got some fresh basil. Matt is uh, growing basil in our front yard, so I'm going to steal some of that. And uh, I'm kind of fired up about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll give you an update on, on how the on how the pizza pizza endeavors go. What else is going on? I got my room fully figured out. All that moving stuff that I was bitching about, all that's over. All that, the moving was good. It was nice. Um, now that things are settling and, um, you know, just figuring out how to like have a nice space. I, I had a lot of people reach out to me um, this week who listened to the episode that I did solito last week. And I really appreciate you guys doing that because... I don't know if I'm like speaking into a chamber here or not. So everybody who did reach out kind of reaffirmed um, the positivity of uh, turning turning the page a little bit. And, and uh, you know, maybe like I, I hope that I can use these interviews to like help my own creative process and to, to kind of work on myself, you know, from from everything that I've learned from from everybody I've been talking to. And I do kind of feel that way um, now. So it was just fun to do that and kind of have a free-flowing thing. So I appreciate you guys reaching out and, and uh, confirming some positivity from that. So thanks, everybody, who texted me or, or DM'd or whatever. This week, I got some of my best friends, Harbor, a couple of Ohio boys. I got Ryan Green, who sings for the band. I got Ryan Sulkin, who drums for the band. So it might be mildly confusing, but their voices sound decently different enough. Um, these guys are basically like we just ended up we ha- after having been a fan of them for a while because of Spotify, we ended up on the same showcase and we just had such a great time with them the whole week at South by that it's just been our mission to try to get back out there together and like to tour together. And we just love these guys cause they're such good people, but good performers and, and um, they're a lot of fun and they take good care of us, man. Every time we drive through Ohio, we got a place to stay with them and um, it's unbelievable, and, and we stay uh, with Ryan Green and his girlfriend at their place, and they just cram all of us in the living room, and it feels like um, something very special and something that, oh, just a hospitality that feels very, like, I don't know, not Los Angelino vibes, not to shit on where I live and love, but uh, they're just they're just super sweet human beings. So, um yeah, some audio stuff at the beginning. We get it sorted out, and uh, it's a it's a good, fun talk. And Ryan plays a couple of acoustic performances for you guys, so I appreciate that. 
um, as per usual. Please share the show, like it, subscribe to it, um, tell anybody who likes music uh, about this. Show, direct support the podcast, and just trying to grow a little bit. Also, this is cool. Chris from my band, Chris Khalil, under the moniker St. Christopher, has dropped a new single for his next record. Uh, It's a really beautiful song. So check out Downhill by Chris, um, by St. Christopher. I have a funny story that I may or may not include. But anyway, um, so I was, this is before the quarantine. I was working in Brentwood area. I was working by the Brentwood Country Mart. And I go and I order an iced oat cappuccino as I'm wont to do at this uh, coffee shop between like two of the music classes I was teaching. And I get it for free. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that's the greatest thing of all time. And this girl who served up my coffee goes, please tour with Harbor. Drinks on me. So anyway, I would love to be able to tour with Harbor. Um, And I appreciate those kind of things. And it's great to know that somebody out there is enjoying our little nine-way bromance um, as these two bands. (laughs) All right. I think that's all I got to say. Share this show. Spread it around. Love you. Goodbye. Please enjoy. Please enjoy? Is that what I said? Please enjoy Who I've Become by Harbor. I feel like something's got a hold on me. I'm losing my breath and losing sleep. Scarring on my knuckles and my knees. I'm losing my mind, losing my mind. Skeptic side is boasting This time I don't even know me My body can't stop shaking I'm exactly who I said that I would never be I know and I know I can't explain it can't explain, explain it. And I can't explain it. No, I can't explain, explain
happen Buddy. The mic. Hey guys, hold on. Uh, a how are you? I'm great, man. I'm so I apologize for being so scrambled. This is the most scrambled I've been so far. I just been doing a lot today, which is rare. So unprofessional. So I know, right? <laughs> you know, musicians, we're known hard. for our punctuality. Right. <laughs> we're on harbor time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 35 minutes late. Oh, <laughs> That's a good number. Right. So cool. you like uh you like doing this? This is like the second third week you've done this right? well dude but i i have like 10 episodes stacked up oh sweet uh, cool i was trying to do this i was trying to do this like like before we left for the dangerous summer tour oh wow oh so i have a bunch of most like a lot of my interviews were from like october i just couldn't get it off the ground and like i don't know it just wasn't as important as like <laughs> getting playing ready live? for tour <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah playing live but now you have absolutely nothing to do <laughs> like let's 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 do that passion project stuff now <laughs> perfect yeah <laughs> yeah uh have you guys done any of these any long form thingies like this Ryan just did i just did last night for the first time with uh our buddy spirit of the bear uh-huh. uh, but it was it didn't go that smoothly and so then i just got the zoom app on my phone and i set my phone up like right here in front of me so i was talking to them with my airpods and the phone and then i had this mic set up in garage band but a- then i went when i got done and listened back to the audio from garage band my phone was too close to my interface, and so I was making like this, this I don't, I don't even know, just some kind of phone. Sound. Was it like a weird hum? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that was going on the whole time, and I couldn't <laughs> tell because my headphones were for my phone, so I could hear them and answer their questions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, this I, I is like going better already. Yeah, we got security now. We got you know, I'm recording on the Zoom, and you guys got it over there. I, I mean, the goal is that you we can kind of forget that it's an interview, even though we're between screens and I have a mic in front of my fucking mouth. <laughs> sure. Sure, sure. Did you, did you start recording on Grunker? No, not yet. All right. You cool. ready? Yeah, you can run it.
Let's see if I can make this mildly more natural. Hold on. Where did I go? Why did I hear a metronome? Because I've got the, it's got a four count before it starts recording. <laughs> All right. And then it goes away. <laughs> just, so you know how to talk because drummers don't know how to talk unless there's a count in. <laughs> All right. We know we're on. <laughs> He's like, wait, I don't hear. And then like, here you go. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it's like a four like count after saying. every every single question. <laughs> it's like, All right, it's like you go. have four seconds to like kind of figure out what you're gonna say. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer. And... I did it. I did an interview like that one time for uh, for fucking SNL, like or like NBC. I did uh-huh. a, a, an online interview because I tried to work for them and they would give you a prompt and you would have to basically interview yourself and like answer the question, but you had a time limit to do it. And I thought I was prepping while I was supposed to be answering. So I did not get that job. <laughs> oh, no, that was a bust. So there's a camera on me go like while I'm writing notes and then I answer uh, it and it's uh, off. <laughs> that could have well, that's, that's a skit right there. I mean, that could have worked. Right? <laughs> that's, that's a skit right there. <laughs> Oh, how are you guys' lives? What are you, what are you doing? What's the deal? Oh my gosh, I am working so much. So I work for FedEx. And hey, we, you're fine. Oh my god, we're we're the busiest we've ever been. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, it's more than peak numbers. I had two off days last month. Oh god. And uh, yeah, I mean the money's nice. Overtime's cool, <laughs> but yeah. So is freedom. <laughs> yeah, know, but. I mean. I guess you have it better than most of us because most of us are, yeah. are going insane and, and becoming ridiculous and starting podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I, uh, I'm super, super excited. I get to not have anything change in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, oh, it's just picked up. It's even more busy, and I don't, yeah. I don't mind it at all. What about you, Green? Yeah, you just writing. I I refinished hardwood floors, so I've we've been crazy busy as well. That's nice. For whatever dude. reason, hasn't slowed down at all, which is cool. The yeah, only well, thing that's changed really is the fact that we can't go to the bars, and we should have been on tour last month, and yeah, and then starting again like at the end of this month. Yeah, yeah none of that's happening. So oh, it's boy. been kind of tra- challenging for uh, all of us to get together too, because mm-hmm. uh, Walker oh, sure. lives up in Columbus. And he, that's like an hour away. Yeah. And he's like kind of like, kind of really quarantined. <laughs> I don't really know. I know he was like talking to somebody or had like a friend over who actually had <laughs> COVID-19 yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, I don't want to come and get you guys sick. And yes. we haven't seen him in a couple months. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it's different. It's weird. So, yeah. you know, we're doing what we can. That's nuts, man. So this is going to be confusing because number one is my first episode where I'm not just interviewing one band member. So it's been mostly singer-songwriters right now. I released the first episode mm-hmm. where I had a drummer on. But oh. today, I've got two members of my favorite band in the world, Harbor. And oh. uh, and I love you guys so much. But it doesn't help that I'm with their singer, Ryan, and their drummer, Ryan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. What, how do you want to differentiate this right now? What do you, what do you want us to want do? I don't want to. You don't want to, so <laughs> it's up in the Perfect. air Perfect. all day, all day long. But thank you. Thank you no, for the kind words, man. I'm probably going to naturally call you Sulkin, as in you mm-hmm. the drummer Sulkin. And sure, I'll sure. probably call you Ryan, but I'll make an effort to call you Ryan Green or Green. 
Deal. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think okay. it'll go that well. I'll probably just call it. <laughs> That's cool. Whatever. I think I think the questions are probably gonna be towards one or the other and we yeah. can figure it out. <laughs> do you guys like my childhood bedroom? Oh my god. Welcome. Wow. This is this is my laundry room slash studios where I write at. And the only thing you could see behind me is like the not cool looking part. Is this the window? <laughs> this is not the place that we've been, correct? Yeah, yeah. it is. This is it? Okay, I, yeah. I, yeah, I kind of remember. The but I don't. I, the studio wasn't set up back here before. I finally moved everything down from our practice space uh, so I could write more efficiently at my house. How's it going? It's going great. I've written like so many things, like so many things, and we haven't. Like we just got together last week for the first time in months, and we did it without Walker just because we had to. And we we we're just gonna keep working through like a, a two ideas at a time each time we get together and just kind of figure out which ones we like the best. Oh, that's a cool and way wanna, to do it. Yeah, because we have honestly so many. Yeah. To mess around with. So just how much do you how much do you finish? I've been talking to a lot of people about like finishing tracks lately, and and do you leave stuff like for everybody to take care of together? Do you kind of like get as far as you can? I I I I kind of um. As as far as structure goes, I I mostly I'll do maybe like a verse and a chorus mm-hmm. at, at most, and then unless the whole thing just like comes to me Falls and out. I can't stop I can't stop writing, which happens sometimes but rarely. Um, but for the most part, I I do full on production almost just in in order to uh, really really show like what I'm hearing in my head as far as like the overall vibe of the song, but um, it's basically just a skeleton and I bring to uh, the guys and then we work through it together and piece it piece it together as a group instead of just behind a computer screen. Because after I, I did that one time when we did the, the Heat Wave album, mm-hmm. we wrote most of it not live mm-hmm. and then we we recorded the album, we put it out and stuff and then we went to play it live and I was like, Oh my god, I hate playing all these songs live. Oh. Like I don't <laughs> not that not that. It's just like I there's songs live that you you're just you feel every time you play them and then there's songs that are like, ah, I don't know. Like I'm I I think it's a great song but I don't feel it when I'm on stage. Yeah, the there's merit way. to both skills, like you know you can make good tracks that you record somewhere, but I don't know. It's we 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 kind of try to do as much as we can that we can figure out together. And so I kind of know that feeling like it's really only the acoustic songs that we've like morphed into full band songs that we kind of mm-hmm. have that feeling with where it's like a little bit troubling, not because you don't like the song, not because even like the energy is wrong, but a lot of times it's because uh, the stuff that starts out like that, you end up throwing so many layers on, for us at least, that you don't for know sure. which one's like yeah. the most important shit for everybody to be playing yeah yeah because yeah. oh, there's only four of, of us I, I wanted i wanted i wanted to uh, ask you how did the writing process of your new single go and, and the recording process too because it sounds live to me personally don't um, interview me I don't, i'll let you dude please <laughs> please i need to hear that I need, it's been killing me i listened to it like six times i'm like man that almost sounds live <laughs> like yeah. well you know what's funny so i'm actually going to drop an episode of this show where I okay. where I like song exploded and interview all the guys, but I'll I'll do this anyway because this will be after. Um, so we were you guys know we like our stuff sounds really clean, yeah, yeah. The yeah. recordings, 
and we've always done everything in the box. And it's usually like the, the livest part is that Matt plays the drums and it still gets sampled the fuck over, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so not this time and it's always sounded super good so we were scared to change it but we didn't really have the option this time because the our friend who we usually make those songs with he was on tour with fits and the tantrums okay. great they're doing their thing and uh, we're like okay this is an opportunity <laughs> to switch it up a little bit and uh and so we specifically made the effort to like record it live so uh i went to this like i thought about like these engineers that i worked with at the studio when i was like interning i was like a runner and this dude brian rosemeyer who was like the perfect level because he's kind of i would say like at the same level as an engineer as we are as a band where like he's okay. he's assisted for a bunch of cool projects like kurt vile cat power like really cool artists and but he was you know the assistant not the main guy so he's he like would just charge us a day rate like an engineer rate but he was like i want to see you guys playing these songs live and so we did it like that we did it live in a room all facing each other and then um like we went in and did overdubs too but it started as live as possible. Like all of it was just us drilling it over and over again until we were like with each other. And then like, you know, tones, like we wanted to get better rhythm tones and then like really cool, like solo tones and stuff. And the vocals were pretty heavily dubbed, but, but it was really more like super live. And then in the mixing process is when we started to make it sound like. Heck yeah. Yeah. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking. I was, I listened to it like over and over again. I'm like, man, this sounds I've I've seen you guys live like you know <laughs> a ton of times and I'm like this is them like just in my ear holes. Thanks, dude. That was the goal. <laughs> we, we were we were trying like for so long. We we're like, why doesn't it feel the same? Or people come up to us after shows and they're like, you guys are a rock band. I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah that yeah. we get that all definitely, the time too. Then we get that exact same thing, dude. A hundred percent. Yeah, especially so, when like awesome. it's also cool because Green, you can also rip a guitar but you never do because you're such a good singer and you focus on the singing and then you whip out the guitar for cardinal and you're tapping the whole time people are like what that blew me away the first time it's true <laughs> yeah you get taken back but that's like, also what? a lot of work to just bring one amp for one song for like a minute right oh and we do it we do it yeah. <laughs> and that's what we do <laughs> i mean you pick it up for like three songs during the set yeah it depends uh, usually on the set. when when we have a longer set we try and fit in more that I play guitar in. Yeah, I'm sad to say I've only seen you guys do showcase sets. I've never seen you guys do a full like headliner set. Oh yeah, dude, uh, it's way different. <laughs> yeah, some someday soon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, it, I mean, it's whenever you're on the road, you want to jam pack as much and like us personally, we want to jam pack as much energy as we possibly can, yeah. just for people to just feel like whoa like i want more of this instead of like playing like our four minute song four minute songs or five minute songs you know we're just gonna you know bust out a rock band or a rock show and just play as much as we possibly can as hard as we can so like we're not gonna play the slower songs and hopefully people will watch us and be like oh i want more and more and then they buy our cds and <laughs> actually see what we're actually about <laughs> you know you yeah. know yeah i uh i guess i gotta commend you you guys do this hate drugs does this as well but um I appreciate that you ignore your Spotify biggest songs for like your set. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you think I'm you, you think I'm joking. I'm not joking. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, really? I mean, uh, it I don't know. I feel like it's a <laughs> it's hit or miss. Like if you're a big fan of ours, you're going to want to listen. You're going to want to watch Get You High High or live and we have yet to like transpose that live, you know. You're we're also going to watch you Get You High High. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we uh we we did recently we did this little like a a live acoustic a stripped down set for um Bogart's a venue in Cincinnati and um we did it at his house and we kind of figured out like this new new vibe new vibe for get yeah. you high that we might start uh playing live that's cool. just doing a, a completely different different kind of yeah. vibe for the song it's because we've, really cool. we've done it, version. we've we played Get You High live, like on our headliners and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just like what Ryan was saying earlier, it just doesn't feel right live, you yeah, know what it I doesn't, mean? It doesn't quite have the thing that the rest of your songs have? Yeah, exactly, it doesn't have the energy, it doesn't have like the, you know, but it's our mo- it's the most famous song that we have, so it's like, we need some way, way or the other to put this into our set, If even if it's just a verse, even if it's just like a half a song, like, do something. With yeah. it, you know, yeah. so we're we're definitely going to be working on that, and then we got it. We're just you know, but especially being at the at the stage we're at, um, it's like most of the time we're on the road, we're uh, we're not headlining and stuff. We've got like a thirty thirty five minute set every night, and um, we 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 don't want to put. We just want our set to be full of everything that's gonna turn people on there the people that are there that don't know us because most of them don't know us yeah and uh we want we don't want to waste a spot with the well this is our biggest song on spotify so we have to play it we're gonna play it the things that we we think are gonna make new fans yeah Yeah, it's always a tough debate i think uh i think you want to sit in between the set like you want to satisfy the people who are there to see you but you want to get as many people who've never heard you before right like that's exactly you gotta sit it's hard it, yeah it's yeah it's hard <laughs> we, we, we do a lot to try and take requests from people in certain cities uh-huh and that's kind of like a I weird mean, that's thing amazing. sometimes because it's like somebody will be like you know can you play virtual and we don't have that much time and we'll be like okay yeah we'll figure it out and like we'll try to squeeze it in or like i don't know man it's like if you can get it to us in, a, in as much time in advance then we'll try to do some combination of requests, but also the songs yeah. that we know are gonna hit live. It would be amazing to like do like a little a medley, like you know, like a five minute medley of like a couple songs. Yeah, yeah that's cool. It's a good idea. Snippets <laughs> of it you know? or something, but yeah. <laughs> it's Dude. just it's just hard to pick out your best eight songs, you know, and what you feel comfortable playing and what you think slaps playing and what you yeah. think lacks. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. if we as a group don't feel like this song isn't going to win over a crowd. We're not going to play it, so that's why. Dude, we we played the last show we played this year. So so far, we played this this festival in Cleveland, yeah. and we knew it was going to be like pretty cool. We knew it was going to be decent, and then uh, the, we ended up playing for like I don't know three to five thousand people. And <laughs> yeah, it was we, amazing. And we we changed our set like three times before we went on. <laughs> yeah. We we changed it, and we were like. We can't not play this one though, and then we'd go back to the drawing board and change it again, and then we changed it again like ten minutes before we went on. We were like, "All right, let's do this one," and, and yeah, it was like it was honestly like five minutes before yeah. our set, and we we're like, "All right, we're playing this," and Marshall's like, "What? Well, I thought we were doing this." And we're like, "No, we're doing this," <laughs> and then we're like, "All right, whatever." We just wrote it out in big old sharpie, like we crossed out a couple songs a couple times, and we like wrote next to it like. This is what's there. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but you gotta, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, man. By the way, 
seeing you guys is making me so happy, man. I haven't seen you guys since we we did a FaceTime at the oh. beginning of this whole quarantine, but I miss you guys so much. Man. I know, Sam. I know, dude. It's, this sucks. You're all the way in California, and we're all the way in Ohio. <laughs> I'm going to roll it back uh, because I always do this. We chat, we get on a roll, but I want to take it back to when I met you guys and when I okay. first heard about you guys. So, um, this is, this, I'm going to, uh, for me, my okay. relationship with you guys goes back to like 2016 because mm-hmm. we had like a fucked up Spotify related artist for like 10, for like, you know, like 10 months, like the first year of our being a band and putting our music online. And then we finally got it sorted out. And the first band that actually seemed like they fit with our music was you guys that showed up. Really? And, yes. Yeah, and now you're at the cool, top man. of our related artists. But when, so I think Chris and Matt were the first two to be like, yo, this band Harbor rips. That's, on our Spotify, I'm like, cool. And we checked it out. We all got into um, your 2015 record with... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, self-titled. The ones that we decided were our favorite tracks were Three Seasons and Over It, yeah, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, <laughs> flash forward to us playing the same showcases with you guys. And uh, you guys had already toured with the Jacks, who are buddies, and Hate Drugs, who, are, who we were out on the road with. And, um, and once we met in Austin... Like many of my stories on this show, oh God. <laughs> we just fell in love and it was absolute chaos. <laughs> it was beautiful chaos, though, yes. now might we, I add. We can't drive through Ohio without staying with you guys, and I, I wouldn't oh. want it any other way. But oh, <laughs> Yeah, you better not. <laughs> if you do, you'll be in trouble for sure. I know. <laughs> we literally had to. Our drive back on the last tour, right? We were already done with shows. We still stayed with you guys. Right. <laughs> you did like a three-hour detour. Yeah, we, had, we, had, we did the Friendsgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For oh. sure. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. Heck yeah. November, baby. And we argued about whether or not a Matt Corby video was live for like two hours. Uh, not we. It was me. Because I'm, I'm ignorant. <laughs> He's ignorant. I'm ignorant. <laughs> and drunk. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that'll happen a lot. That was, that was fun, though. <laughs> um. But anyway, I don't know. It, it was just a cool moment where we got to like converge a bunch of bands who knew of and didn't know. And then, you know, two days in, we're, we're standing on tables at a karaoke bar. Yeah, it's unreal. But the thing is, the, cra- the, exactly. <laughs> the craziest thing is like, it's just crazy how close we all became. Like, we, we're great friends now. And like, we're all like super cool with each other. Like, it's not like oh, we just like their music. No, like, we like all of us, and we like all of you as people. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's really strange, but it's, like, perfect. <laughs> Dude, I think I think part of it, too, is so many people come to the same place with the exact same dream, the exact same goal, and the exact same understanding of each other. That's a good way to put it. And it's also funny, too, because we keep getting siloed off. I watch, you know, the bands will meet, and everybody just kind of, like, you know, will like disperse to like each of their favorite, uh, like respective member, you know? So I watched Sulkin and, and Matt just like start talking about drums, break off, do their own thing. It's like you two yeah. and Josh. And then like me and Ryan and, J- and Jarrett and Chris will go do yeah, yeah. Jared and Chris will go smoke together. And you and I will just like get in the corner, get emo. It's nuts, dude. Yeah, it's so true. I met oh. up, did, uh, did uh, Matt tell you we met up with, we met up in, uh, with each other in Chicago and went to Riot Fest together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, dude, so part of it, too, is, like, it's funny that you guys always, we've gone through, we've done the full, like, YouTube uh, experience of each other's band history in the past, too. And, like, 
it's crazy to me to see you guys have been through so many iterations of lineups. I guess green, you're the only original member. We're the exact opposite in that regard, but I don't really know anything different from, you know, one guitar change for you guys, but like, um, I don't know. Do you feel some level of resilience? Do you feel some, like, like you finally got the right crew? What, what's up? Yeah, a hundred percent. And I mean, especially we wouldn't have with, with the old members, we, we wouldn't have even been down at South by Southwest right. and met you guys in the first place because that was that was kind of the whole problem. It's not like there were any issues, no bad blood or anything. We were all friends, but uh, they all had other other priorities like kids and stuff like that. that they, they couldn't just take off work for three weeks and go on the road when we're not really bringing in any income. Uh, yeah, <laughs> any income. We can't pay our bills with it. At least, so uh, we it, it just was a matter of finding the right guys that could. It's a, it's a sacrifice every time we leave, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's absolutely a sacrifice, and that's the thing that we had to sit down. Like we had to sit everyone down and be like, "Hey, look, is this what you want to do for a little bit, or forever? Like, you know, you're gonna have to take off of work. You're not. Ne- you're not gonna get the amount of money that you're bringing in with work. You, you know, you're not gonna." You know, I I don't know. You just need availability, and everyone, were, like they were on board, and then like two days later, they're like, oh, I got, I got to think, and then I can't promise you guys that. So I need you to find somebody, or I want you guys to find somebody that can promise you absolute like freedom and absolute like. Do you know what's insane is we, we had that conversation, like, so many times before it was yeah. even re- relevant. Like I'm thinking back and mm-hmm. like it was when we like the first year of being a band when you're like itching to get out, you have no way to get out, you have no fan base, you have nobody who like even cares <laughs> about your music yet. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to keep being like, Are you guys taking this seriously? Like you're trying to convince everybody to get on board. And um Well yeah. I guess I don't know, I guess that primes you for like the years to come, but it's funny you have to have that stuff so much more prematurely than so I don't know in in a band like like in projects like ours. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah, just, b- you, you before just... you even hit the 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 mark where it's uh, it's time to go, you have to know that you're gonna be able to. Like yeah, what have... what happened was we had so many tour offers and stuff, and we could never go. We just did like little weekend warrior runs and stuff, but um, then Hate Drugs reached out to us and wanted us to go on like a month long tour with them, and that's when Ryan and I sat everybody down and was like, look, we if if you if you can't tour, we understand, like, but we got to get guys that can. Yeah. We're going to take this tour. And yeah. so that's what we did. Yeah, we. I mean, that's what you got to do. You need availability in a band when you don't have anyone backing you. You don't have a label backing you. No one's paying your bills, you know. Like, I, it sucks, but you just need to take that leap and just have faith that you're going to be fine. Was, uh, and that's, was that Hate Drugs run? Was that the same lineup that you guys had? When we first met, or Walker wasn't there yet, right? Walker was Walker not wasn't there. there yet. No, Walker wasn't there, and Devin. And, like we yeah. have a new, we have a new guitarist, Devin now. <laughs> right, yeah, but you guys had Jared at least, so it was you two and Jared, I guess, and Marshall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was us, yeah. us two and Jared. Uh, um, yeah, us three, Marshall, and then we had uh, a guy named Caleb that that filled in for that tour as well. I want you to do, I want you to do a collage of press photos with every version of your band. 
<laughs> but like, we don't want to be that band. Like, no. we've literally sat everyone down. Like, we don't want any new members. Like, this is not what like, we want to do. All right, this is it. This is it. We well, are not. I don't uh, care what any anything that comes up. Cancel it. You're staying in the band. I don't care. <laughs> but I mean, life gets in the way. Life gets yeah. life gets in the way, man. And uh, it's 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 challenging to just continue to chase your dream when you're 27 28 and you know you're you're working at jobs that have availability whereas like any other 27 year old would be working a nine to five job getting a lot more money than us oh man (laughs) I, i remember i was i was working customer service at target and this kid i went to high school with haven't seen since we graduated came up over to the customer service uh booth booth yeah and he was like he was like what's going on man Band not paying the bills. <laughs> I was like, oh, if you if you only knew, you if you only like, knew, you're like you're like I'm gonna scan your face, <laughs> right? I was like, oh, it's just crazy how like some people think like being in a band like automatically makes you famous <laughs> <laughs> and makes you wealthy and makes you okay. Like, no, this is a grind. <laughs> yeah, it's like y'all ain't signed yet. All of the preconceived notions feel feel insane when you're in it all of it whether people think you're super successful or whether people think you're like homeless or whether people think you're like people don't realize that two weeks of touring is a pretty significant amount of time but it sounds tiny you know what i mean like yeah Yeah. (laughs) like all sorts of things people just be like how long's your tour and you'll be like uh like six weeks and they're like oh i thought it'd be like three months i'm like you're insane that's it we're not justin bieber yeah we're not we're not on buses we don't have hotels every night like what we sleep in walmart parking lots in our van yeah straight up we cannot do that for longer than six weeks yeah you guys reminded me of the first the very first moment we met was when was that room at the airbnb in austin that was all air mattresses oh Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. big time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just got like a giant cuddle circle going all the way around the room. Unreal. Like maybe like, like I mean, like eight or nine bands legitimately in this one Airbnb and uh, maybe more. Yeah. And yeah. that room was just all of all of our two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we we straight up took it over. <laughs> and y'all were going around uh, uh, naming people after their drink. Tito Lemonade. Tito, Tito Lemonade. How the hell How are the hell you? Are you? <laughs> Yeah, that was a uh, that was wild. Yeah, I'd shotgun some beers with Matt. That's that's when me and Matt fell in love. Oh, you were you were hammered, and you <laughs> you and Matt were talking, and you were figuring out like the drum situation for the next day. And oh yeah, Jarrett was like, "Will you go monitor that conversation and make sure he make sure he's good?" Because <laughs> he because Ryan Will was you? like uh, <laughs> slurring his words. He was all he was completely sloshed. And then, <laughs> hey, I was sloshed. Go slander. I, I walk Shout over out. and Ryan's like Ryan's like I mean, I hit my I hit my drums pretty hard. So we probably want to use my and Matt was like, well, I mean, I hit pretty hard too. <laughs> and Ryan was like, no, but like Dude. I hit really hard. And I was like, I mean, yeah, we can. I'm down to use your drums. He's oh. like, but yeah, I've hit pretty hard too. Dude, that's like, such a ridiculous a contest. contest. That's the most drummer <laughs> shit to be like, yo, I hit harder. No, I hit harder. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's not what it was. It wasn't like a brag. I was just like, I don't want to hurt your drums, man. <laughs> yeah, I was. I went over and I was like, yeah, trust me, you don't want him playing your kit. Like, I'm gonna say you should definitely use Ryan's. Matt's kit. gonna get. Matt's gonna yell at me after he hears this. I think you hit. I think you hit harder. 
part, man. <laughs> than that, yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> Matt's got Matt those, does hit, hit pretty hard. Matt's got but... those spaghetti arms, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think you uh, you are one of the two drummers I know that hit the hardest. You and Brennan Benko, who plays drums for Twin XL and False Puppet. Oh, trust me, I know who that is. Oh, dude, y'all y'all both hurt the eardrums. Dude, him and I were on Warp Tour in 2015. We we were good friends. I want to detour and talk about your your emo-ness really quick cuz I think it's important to acknowledge when when an indie band's oh, sure. got some emo emo <laughs> uh, heritage. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, emo hardcore metal, like I got it all. Uh, <laughs> it's like complete opposite of Yeah, that's funny else in the too cuz sure. we're the we're like the opposite shape of that where three of the four of us are into it and Colin's Colin's not not down for the emo life oh I what got that, i got that from your guys' spotify playlists that you guys put out at one time uh, oh dude we need to do that <laughs> it'd be oh, so diverse it'd be unreal that's so funny because uh we did those playlists and then the, we got a call from the jacks and they're like hey so we're just gonna copy that from you and i'm not even asking permission <laughs> love those guys yeah dude that's those a full pirates. pirate move <laughs> mm-hmm <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> we're not even gonna ask permission. I'm just telling you. No, but they cited us, so I guess it's all good. Um, but yeah, dude. So you were doing Warp Tour in like 2015 era with Boy Meets World, which is your band with your brother. Yeah, brothers, brother, brothers, both. And uh, do you think? I don't know. It's a specific thing. Like, I definitely see it playing into like when you would take a big course. But do you get to even play like that? Uh, with Harbor, you mean like the energy and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, there's all kinds of uh, different spots, like, where I can just jam out, um, but with Harbor, I need to concentrate a little more, because it's a lot tighter than a pop-punk band, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, I just, I enjoy, I enjoyed uh, drumming for Boyan's World, for sure, but, like, I think just the whole, um, the whole thing, the whole feel with Harbor is just, like, just tremendously better <laughs> i don't know i mean do you attribute that to like growing up or do you attribute it to like just grown as a musician yeah yeah for sure like it's gotten me a lot better and i'm a lot tighter um when i when i was in the other band i just didn't really care and i just like did whatever i want but like i actually i stay kind of grounded with mm-hmm. this band you i do. would say yeah yeah but it's nice i don't know everything's tasteful everything's like uh you okay Sorry, I, I have so much love for you guys, but uh, I mean, it, it like it takes me on like three different avenues every time I want to say something. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I don't know when I when I play drums, I like to play along to pop punk stuff to like warm up and to like feel like to really feel it, you know? Oh, sure, yeah. But like, there's also something fun to like playing the shuffle, you know, mm-hmm. having an intricate feel and like bringing it down a little bit. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it's nice to have. I mean. What's better than, you know, for you, Green, what's better than having, like, a dude in the back who you know can, like, really bring it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I, that was one thing that was, um, that I, I've always wanted, like, in my ideal drummer. I just, like, our old drummer was super good, just really technically skilled and and well-rounded. And he, I mean, he grew up playing in drum everything, wind ensemble, jazz band, drum line, uh, and then metal bands, everything. And so he just technically, he was really, really well-rounded, but um, 
he never like hit that hard and like that's one thing I, I always wanted was just somebody to just beat the shit out of their <laughs> drums behind me uh, it gets me going so much like a lot of times even like we've had times on tour where you know like there's nights where not everybody's just vibing and stuff but there's i Almost, there's times where I, I turn around and, and we lock eyes and we're like, yeah. let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost it's it's almost always like if like the guys are like slacking on stage, like Ryan will turn around and I'm just like, I'm 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 doing this. Like we need to put on a show. So like, yeah, saddle up, you know. <laughs> well, I think it's funny. I was just having a conversation and we were talking about how it's so often. Every single night on a tour, you'll get back in the van and, and like, say it's you that felt like you had an off night. You'll be like, dude, tonight was rough. And everybody else will be like, really? I thought that was, like, the best show of the yeah, run yeah. so far. Yeah, that always happens. Yeah. It's always a different fool, right? Yeah. yeah. For sure. For <laughs> sure. Like, I mean, I mean, some maybe somebody was in their head and, like, oh, I didn't really like that. Or, you know, or I didn't. I don't know. It's just uh, there's always somebody who is like, I could have done better. <laughs> like, straight up. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny. You just gotta, you just gotta get it out of the mind and just remember, like, eh, it's it's the aggregate, you know, it's all of us together yeah. that makes it a thing. It's live music. Um, it's it is what it, it is. It's not meant to be perfect. It's meant for entertainment. You know, that's the way I look at it. The other thing that I love though about you guys is you two. Okay, so Sulkin, emo in the DNA, in the back of the van, skinny ass jeans ripped up. Hot Topic Boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. And then the flip side, in this indie band where your drummer plays like that, you got a singer who sings like a fucking soul singer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> we like to like, mix it up a little. <laughs> it, it almost feels like maybe Jarrett is the only one who's like the most actually indie rock in the band, you know? Yeah, probably. Probably he's got blues mostly. in him. He's got yeah, all he's, kinds of stuff in him. Uh, yeah, because right. Walker, Walker's an uh, Walker's an emo kid too, for sure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's. I don't know. We're just we're just a bunch of outcasts looking for <laughs> looking for an outlet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's the quote. Nope, that's the quote. We're yeah. just just a bunch of outcasts looking for an outlet. I'm writing a blog, and it says, with tears in his eyes, Sulkin declared he was an outcast looking for an outlet. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm only releasing the audio, so everybody will think you're crying. That's, <laughs> you that's can't prove it differently. It's happening right now. <laughs> uh Green, uh, what what were some of your vocal influences to start? Because I know you you know listen to people like Alan Stone, and you got like mm -hmm. an unreal range and a really good, um, soulful voice. But like, I don't know. It's nice to hear. It's nice to hear somebody with like serious chops. You know, fronting, fronting an indie band. It's cool stuff. I appreciate it. Um, I think Brittany Howard is a a big mm. influence as well, and then, um, all the Beach Boys and, uh. Just, stuff like like uh the four freshmen like all those har harmonies and stuff i've i've always loved when uh bon Iver and all the layers and stuff like that i love when vocalists do more interesting stuff than just sing a melody yeah man well well i don't know you've you've always been able to like you know do the runs but i think the real compliment i need to pay is that your guys most recent record is your best record. Oh. And that's a really exciting Thanks. path to be on. Really? We think so. You guys so feel too. that way? Oh, yeah, we oh do. absolutely. 100%. Like we we took 
a completely different run on Harbor. Like, <laughs> straight up. Yeah. This is a completely different lineup, and you can tell uh, from listening to the guitar, guitar work and everything like that. It's just like, you got all kinds of different influences and different a lot of different musicianship just going into just, like, what is it, 35 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> just 35 <laughs> minutes, and, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just so diverse, and it's... Like Heatwave was a vibe. I felt like yeah. it was just like a, a, a an album that was meant to do what it was meant to do. It's just uh-huh. like a beachy kind of thing. But this one, it's got all kinds of variables in it, and it just I don't know. I just I love it. <laughs> the, the idea for this one was to kind of get back to um, what we were doing. Yeah, when we first started in the, in the first record, where um, the the way we recorded that record was literally one song at a time over the mm-hmm. course of like a year and a half. And so oh, cool. I would that's write fun. a song and then we would go record it. And then I would write another song and we would go record it. So it, it, there was just a really big variety of sounds on one record. And as opposed to like trying to go for uniformity. Uh-huh. But the benefit of that is you guys, so you, know, you put out that first record, it takes you a year and a half and that's like 2015. Right, so you guys going back to your roots, but having five years of musicianship in between is what makes it so good, you know? Because like mm-hmm. you, you, you've learned how to cut. That's the biggest thing I noticed. There's a lot more editing, and it's a yeah. lot more, um, it's a lot more uh, directional. So it's like it's like everything's with purpose on this album. Exactly. Right? There's like some floaty stuff that's fun to like. It's fun to jam on the first album, but you know, like in terms of like trying to get, you know, like a, a song with attention. Mm-hmm. You're just slicing right through that on this new one. That's what yeah, I love about yeah, it. Yeah, cutting the fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. And and you guys do something that we do a lot too, which I love, which is two-part songs with the tempo change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All over that shit. <laughs> yeah. We, we were just like, you know what? We can do whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the good thing about being an indie man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> la, la, la. How does that even happen? But we're doing it. <laughs> Dude, it's perfect. That's the shit that we like too. I mean, we do it we do it as much as we can where there's a moment where I don't know about you, but we're not really bridge guys. It's hard to like write that I bridge, know. but I'd rather take it to an outro that like carries you out of the track. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Dude, we like that's where we're I've, at. Right I've got now. like two or three yeah. new ones that that I'm working on right now that are doing that exact same thing too. Do you doubt that? I get locked in that sometimes where I, I'm like, I do this so much. Or like, I should I have this song be, you know, more traditional I'm in, like, in structure? Am I being lazy by doing this? Or is it just that I... Right. I, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just, I'll, I'll write that and I'm like, I know exactly what that is. I'll write like a 45 second thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not a b- verse or a chorus. Mm-hmm. That's the end of another song. <laughs> like, yeah, that's gonna be the end. I mean, the other day we were writing, and uh, Ryan told Devin to play a guitar part, and then told Jarrett to play a different guitar part, and then Jarrett was like, "That just doesn't match up." And Ryan was like, "Well, that's what I want it to be." And <laughs> and then we we're like, "Well, I don't know." And then like they're just having a discussion, like that doesn't make sense, like musically, but like. It sounds cool. So we're like, we don't really know. What are the boundaries? What are the, you know? Yeah. You, you don't ever, you don't know. <laughs> we well, can do whatever a, we that's want. Also, bro, that's also such an important conversation because um, 
I don't know, like some people will look at this and be like, oh shit, you guys are like beefing or you know what I mean? Like there's right. tension there. It's like, no, it's like it's it's we're trying to serve the purpose of the song and and we have different opinions on like how how far to take it. Sure. You know? Yeah. And like I've Jarrett and I probably butt heads the most when we're down there, but like in our practice space, we're like literally no egos in the room. Mm-hmm. Throw all that out. Everything everybody's going after the same goal. And Jarrett's very, very trained. He's he's like went to school for everything. So he he knows yeah, his theory, theory and yeah. stuff like that. And I am the complete He's opposite. a good ass drummer too, huh? He is. He is a good drummer. He's better than me. I, 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 can, I, can, I can go ahead and say that for real. So is Walker. Walker's a better drummer than me. Straight up. I'm the third worst drummer, but I am the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't care. I can admit it. Yeah. yeah, but it's also like an energy you bring to it. That's the, yeah. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah, know? 100%. And also, then you got resources. You got two more guys to go to when you're like working on parts. or like, hey, do you guys have anything to add to this? Dude, no, it's awesome. Honestly, that's what happened with this last record. Um, we we kind of collabed a lot. Um, I was stuck on a couple parts, and they're like, "What if you do this? And what if you do that?" Oh, I'm yeah. like, "All right, cool, we, cool." We were and in then, the studio tracking drums, and and Walker was there, and he was like, "What about something like this?" And yeah, you're like, "Oh yeah, I can do that." Yeah, because like there was our biggest, actually our biggest song on the new record is called "Float." It was not finished at all when we got to the. Bro, I remember, by the way. Yeah, well, I was I was at your house, and you guys were showing me float. It was like a Jarrett guitar part, and uh-huh. you had been writing the lyrics, and you had you had like I was. It was blowing my mind because you guys were supposed to go to Nashville the next weekend. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> I was like, you happened. guys, you guys book studio time without a fucking finished song? Are you yep. insane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not usually, honestly, it's not like, usually. That's uh, it's pretty abnormal. But this time we we're like, we're just gonna we're gonna do what what we need to do because actually we. What did we do? We, yeah, we we definitely recorded or we uh, booked studio time and like four songs were not finished. <laughs> I Dude, I wrote the lyric the lyrics for that chorus right before I recorded the vocals for the for the song. <laughs> yeah, man, like, we were spitballing shit on your patio. Mm-hmm. We were just like like throwing out lines, throwing out all kinds. Yeah, of, yeah. yeah. And uh, my favorite thing about that was well first of all we would we don't operate like that i mean we haven't seen a situation where we have like studio time ready for us and we're not ready with the songs mm-hmm. so like that was like first of all scared me but second all, i was like these guys are these guys got balls you know <laughs> like it's confident you know yeah and um but, but no but it also the other thing that i really liked was like you know that was a that was one it was a Jarrett guitar idea mm-hmm. that that you seem so comfortable singing on top of and then the the drums are really lovely in that track, and and you know what do you do? Are you just sitting there? Are you just sitting there? If we're we're on the on the patio, right? Or you guys are you guys had already taken it to the practice space first? I'm not sure. No, I don't think so. I don't think we ever jammed it yet. No, I don't so think sick. we did. <laughs> so, <sick. laughs> so yeah, I, like I I just got down there and we were like playing, and I had to figure out what the what I was gonna do for the verses and to the end and I was like I'm gonna definitely do a couple fills and cool stuff so you know just I usually I usually track drums straight through all the time three three takes and I'm finished but that on this record it took me a little bit longer just because these songs kind of weren't that finished and they just kind of came together in the studio I mean it, it happens and then the first the first half of it the first the first batch we did was super ready to go pretty much yeah, when we finished. went in. Yeah. Like, we played some of those songs at South By, and then yeah, on our way home, we stopped in Nashville for a week and and tracked them. Bro, we were destroyed with Easy. 
when we saw you guys play in it. And that was, <laughs> thank you. That's probably yeah, still I mean, my favorite one to play live. I mean, yeah, that's one of them. Dude, and that's a fun beat too. Oh, it's so much that fun. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I just um, love playing both like Thoughts and Easy back to back live. It's yeah, it's pretty tight. Yo, I actually I don't think I've played, I play along to that song all the time here. Do you really? I like it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's all fun. the time. It's fun. That's cool. I also related to to the fact that you were saying like you guys helping each other out with, with the drum parts reminds me a lot of like how me and Chris work out guitar parts because a lot of times when you're the one at the helm of the the songwriting for a specific song, mm-hmm. you know we're we whoever sings this wasn't the same in the past but now we're at the point where whoever sings is playing rhythm guitar and whoever is sure. not singing is playing lead. Mm-hmm. But you might have a lead written out, you know, and so we'll like give that to each other and you have to trust like you have to trust somebody to like you know to to carry out a part that you feel very specifically yeah. about and you wrote it you yourself know? and you had you 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 play it with the twang that you want it and mm-hmm. hope hopefully they do the same you know like exactly it, yeah yeah that's, yeah that's rough oh well but, in the I mean, studio cool. we always uh, one rule we go by in the studio is, is it doesn't matter who's playing what live whoever can play it the best at that that moment is who's going to track that part. So like we have songs where, um, uh, I, I wrote or I recorded like the bass for the verses and then Jarrett jumped on and recorded the bass for the choruses and stuff like that, where we, we literally split it up and, and I'd pick it up and play one small guitar part and then Jarrett did the rest or whatever. We just, whoever can track it best at the time, is who's gonna record? Which is it. really interesting. It's really interesting, but that's it's really interesting. But it's a. I mean, it's it's a fast way to get it correct and move on. You know. Well, yeah, yeah and yeah, and that's like you know, that's like those stories you hear about how Paul McCartney played drums should come together. You know, because like because mm-hmm. like he wrote it wasn't. I don't think it's because Ringo couldn't do it because Ringo could do it live. You know, it's because like yeah. he wrote it and he had a specific way about how he wanted to sound on the record too. Sure, and then he was just like, all right, well, I'll go ahead and play it my way and then we'll do it live yeah yeah and it's and it's you know like something like that is such a specific drum part you know what i mean Mm -hmm. there's like there really isn't a better way than to be like can i just play it instead of like explaining it to you can i just play it to you for two seconds and then you're like i'm already on it can you just track this please i'll just do it real quick like isn't that that what dave Grohl did like on the first foo fighter album well first Foo fighter out record is all him though yeah didn't he like wasn't it like almost finished or whatever and he just went back and just redid the drums one of the records or one of the records i that's what i'm i'm almost positive he did oh i feel like that would be later because i know foo fighters the first tape was just him by himself and he hadn't even recruited live members yet that's the one with uh with like everlong on it or whatnot pretty sure (laughs) but i'm almost positive like he just he just went back and just like recorded all the drums without like (laughs) without anyone's like consent he's just like oh this is how i want it to sound so i'm just gonna do it well they they wanted him to do it they wanted him to redo like one song and and then he did it and they were like well that sounds better and then (laughs) and then he just spent the night retracking everything I mean, that's gotta be that's gotta be tough on your tough on your psyche being taylor hawkins sure. like oh okay the singer of this band who's a rock legend is actually one of the best drummers in the yeah. history of time sure yeah <laughs> i mean i don't know about history of time but yeah <laughs> i understand okay i know you got a problem with it but here's here's <laughs> that's like everybody knows that phil man right, everybody knows right. that iconic it, iconic thank you it doesn't need to be best but iconic and I gotcha. all the 
I like all the shit he does with Queens of the Stone Age quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah he rules. that's so he cool. Rules. He rules, for sure. That was... <laughs> he's, he's coming to cancel you. <laughs> Y'all's guitar parts are really slinky on that record, too. I feel like... I feel like... Did you, did you guys have to carve a lot of space? Because, like, you got the vocal melody going. You got two guitars basically playing leads the whole time. Almost the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a lot of chordal stuff. It's a lot of leads. So... Does that mean you have to carve out that space and like make sure the bass is the thing carrying the simplicity, or that's, how does that? How does that? That's work? normally the case for just for my songwriting in general. Is I I I typically write with bass. I I have the bass carry the melody, and then we fill everything else in, unless like specific circumstances where like I wrote the uh, the main guitar part for Radiate, and that's that's what started it. But I I wrote that little guitar part. And then I I just heard like the whole verse melody after that, and I was like I gotta record this real quick. And then I sat down with bass and just kind of figured out the the basic chord progression. I play Radiate for my sound check sometimes. Nice, Dude. perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what's what's each of you guys' favorite song to play live right now? I, okay, no, no, no. I really, I really, 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 really enjoy the middle. Uh-huh. Uh, and we play that we play that a lot live. Um, yeah. Just because it just brings a different like. It's it's a good energy. It's a, more of a rocky energy, and you know, like we said, I'm an emo kid, so I just I kind of go towards you that. To run it I think that that's probably my favorite yeah. one for sure. I think my favorite's probably easy, but I, my favorite part of the set, I think, is when um, we're we're going out of thoughts on letting go and into easy, and at the end we're just it's swelling up with so much noise, like and we're just waiting, just waiting for it to just fall into the and right when it falls into easy i'm like let's go yeah. that's like that's my favorite part of the whole set yeah. and, and it's usually the last yeah and it's at the end last one, typically yeah this is just my curiosity but do you do you guys plan on putting out more stuff this year or are you guys trying to make a whole record and put that out later um we're kind of playing it by ear we've we've thrown a few different ideas around uh-huh. uh during this quarantine and stuff and just not knowing how long it's gonna last or uh but I mean, we did just put out a full length in September, but um, so we've toyed around with the idea of maybe doing like a, an acoustic record. Oh, that's cool. Uh, with like some some old songs, uh, just reimagined in different versions, and then uh, like maybe two or three new ones as well. And then or splits. Yeah, or like a yeah. You know, splits with arms and kimbo or something. Yeah, that yeah. sounds uh, like a split weird. record. That's weird. I have, I have dates open to record that soon. That's cool. Perfect. We already have them booked. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we we have no idea. And yeah, then, no. yeah, maybe just some singles or something. Only if we can sing harms together. That sounds so fun. Or do like a like a song we collab with, like like they did back in the day. Oh. What was it? A mix. Who was that? I'll think of it. Well, uh, Goldfinger, <laughs> the Met Mest, and Good Charlotte. They did a song together. I love the idea. Dude, I will literally, I will, I will come out to California and just stay for like two weeks, and we'll just write, write, write. We could do that shit over the over the Facetime, man. We could do that doing this. You would save save your money, man. I mean, not that I don't want to see yeah, you. Yeah, but I, I want to come to California. I know. Yeah. It's just because it's way better than here. I know. It's just corny. <laughs> well, dude, we've been trying. That's the other thing is, dude. We we spent half. I think half of every single time we spend the night with you guys or or whatever is us yelling at you for not being our neighbors. <laughs> <Straight up. laughs> That's yeah. true. Like, yeah. What are you doing? It's, 
why are you in? Uh, why aren't you in LA with us? <laughs> why are you not? Why don't you live in LA? Dude, it's also mostly it's mostly me walking up to a conversation Matt already has. Matt's spewing at one of you guys. Why aren't you live? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> For sure. Very true. It's because I don't. I like my job here, and I'm comfortable. We got a chill job. And, <laughs> yo, I mean, once I heard how much you pay for rent, I said, "Don't go anywhere for the rest of your life. Hold on to that place." Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't Why don't Why don't all of LA just come over here? <laughs> just Just turn Turn Mount Adams into the new The new hip scene. Yeah, yeah. that'd be tight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, can you tell me the best show you guys have ever played? Probably Bright. Yeah, we just did not too long ago. Either Bright Winner or our first headliner with me, with him when he joined the band. Uh-huh. That was that was an amazing show. Yeah. We because we perfect. we went all out. We we just took, basically went on like a seven month hiatus, mm-hmm. and and just got him integrated, and then we we put together a, a full like our Digital. first real set, programmed lights to it and everything. Like we spent like. I don't even know how much money on on our own light bar, LED light bars and stuff, and then we and we programmed, spent I don't know how many hours programming <laughs> the set, so everything was just like a full on like national band production, which we had never done before. And it went perfectly. And it went perfectly. It was <laughs> unbelievable. It was, yeah. I saw some of the footage you guys prepping for that show. What did the um, what did the seven month hiatus look like? He was just re restructuring and figuring out how to like teach him all the it, parts. It was yeah. it was getting me involved in the band. Um, that's when Harry left the old drummer, and uh, they actually had a different drummer lined up. And uh, Ryan and I were hanging out before, maybe like a month into him like getting into the set and everything like that. And I was just telling him like I'd, I'd love to be in a band again. Yeah, and, uh, he was like, if I if I could, I'd be on tour 300 days of the year. And I was like, really? <laughs> he was like, yeah, man, I miss playing music so bad. And that's when I like texted the guys, and I was because I just thought he was happy with you know he loved his his job, which is true. Like, yeah, I love my but job. I thought he was just happy doing what he was doing and stuff. And uh-huh. that's when I, I texted the guys, and I was like, hey, we should have Ryan come jam with us tomorrow. And they're like, cool. And so I asked him. Yeah, and and then I came, and then I played, like, seven old songs because, like, our old bands, my old band used to play with them all the time, Uh so I was super familiar with their songs. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, so it was just, like, perfect. And then uh, they were like, all right, well, you want to just go ahead and play drums for us? I was like, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it funny when you're just, like, like, I know your guys' music and Hey Drugs and Field Medic and Derek Ted and all my friends, like, better than anybody else's music in the world yeah you know right <laughs> like yeah that's what i listen to honestly for sure that's what i know well that's what we listen to in the van when we're all together you know yeah, yeah that's we, amazing we, do, yeah. we do too i mean we do yeah, too. heck yeah gotta support the yeah. little guys <laughs> the other thing too is you you're like the perfect road boy you're like teflon man you you don't die <laughs> who me <laughs> yes <laughs> You're like a perfect person to take on the road because oh, he's like, I'll yeah. sleep wherever. Oh yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> scummy. I'm gross. <laughs> um, I know it sounds ridiculous, but that's actually a great trait for a road warrior. For you sure, know? it is. It <laughs> absolutely, is. absolutely. I love being on the road, dude. I I'm just a scumbag. <laughs> like it's always sunny is a perfect <laughs> sitcom I'd be on. Just, yeah, just just king of the rats, right? Exactly. Charlie Rat King. Exactly. 
It's the best show of all time. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> so funny. Just trying to I'm just trying to cook a road ham or a rum ham. That's it. Yeah. Rum <laughs> rum ham. <Yeah>, rum ham. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to cook some rum ham. That's- uh are you are you guys what are you guys doing to to entertain yourself besides making music right now what you, how are you guys surviving this thing working <laughs> yeah working a bunch but I, we just, I just watch tv like more tv than i've ever watched in my life <laughs> just come home shower eat dinner and just watch netflix bro i've been consuming an insane amount of television any wrecks um I'm rewatching New Girl right now, but um, I just I just tore through that whole show. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's well, so funny. It's not all good, but seasons two through five are amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. it always it always. I'm on season sad. five yeah. right now. It's good. I, I'm sad. I'm sad for it to be ending for you, man. I liked it I so much. It was ridiculous. Friday Night Lights. <laughs> if you've never watched Friday Night Lights, you should. It's. I haven't. I know people love it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Have um, you ever have you ever watched Bloodline? No. Check that one out. I know people like it though. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not really a TV guy, but I've watched quite a few. Why do I not see you ever put it, sitting in front of a? Te- I don't think you could sit in front of a television without being like it's party time. <laughs> I don't have ADHD or anything. I promise, but like, it's just like I don't want to waste hours on hours on hours on just watching a show. You know, I'd rather... Yeah, I don't, th- I don't, I don't think it's that at all. I think it's like when I see you, you're, you're, you're a ball of energy, and you're, you also love being around people so much. Oh yeah, that you, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I need to hide in my, I need to hide in my little TV cage sometimes. Dude, and, me too. Messed up. Me too. I need to just, I need to unwind sometimes. Like at the end of the day, I need to re- at least get some time to just relax before I get up and go sand floors all day the next, <laughs> again the next day. Well, that's why this has been such an outlet for me is like I get a chance to like, you know, sit here, talk with talk with my friends and like reconnect with people who I miss and who who I like connect with creatively, but also I'm like sitting and editing it and it feels more productive. Yeah. Than all the TV I'm watching all day long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. Yeah, that makes but, sense. Uh what about uh, what about the worst show? Can you think of the worst show y'all ever played? The worst show we ever played? Oh, that's mm-hmm. pretty easy. Chicago. Chicago, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's so many people come to Chicago, come to Chicago. We're like, okay, we're coming to Chicago. So we had we had a we had, uh, a college show that afternoon oh, at like six o'clock or something. We were the, the best. We had two two shows. We had a, a college show. And in Naperville, and then we had a regular show at a venue downtown, and they were supposed to be on two different days, a Friday night and a Saturday night. That's what happened. Yeah. They got moved to the same night, oh, and yeah. so we, we, we played in Naperville, which is about 45, 50 minutes north okay. of, of the city, I think. And yeah, um, we could do this. And yeah. and it rained. It was supposed to be this like this college festival and shit. And it rained, and it got moved uh-huh. inside. Nobody uh-huh. knew where it was. We played for like thirty kids, <laughs> and n- nobody knew where it was anymore. And and uh, shit, we couldn't even find it for a minute. Yeah. And and then to, and uh, Spirit of the Bear. I just told the story last night, so that's why. <laughs> uh, Spirit of the Bear. They left to go down and and start setting up at, at the other show. And they left one member behind to sell merch, and he rode with us when we left the college. And we're on our we're on our way down to the show, and uh, one of the one of the guys calls calls him and and is like, "Yeah, so uh, 
the locals all dropped off apparently <laughs> and it's just it's just you guys and us uh <laughs> and, uh, there, there's not going to be anybody here. And this was at, like, like the show started at, like, 11 o'clock at 11 night. 11 p.m. Yeah, 11 p.m. Ah. And, and and a sold-out show had just let out at that venue. Oh, you guys told me this. Oh. Yeah. And and our our hearts just, like, dropped. We yeah. were like, oh. Because we've never been there, and Spirit of the Bear have, have never been to Chicago. So we're like, okay, we are really relying on these locals to bring some people, you know. I mean, that's how all little bands, you know, work the road. And oh, yeah, dude. But if you can set up, if you can do a run where you play direct support for a like a, a local version of yourself in yes. every city, that, then you're a I you're do. a wizard. Yeah. That would be the greatest. Be amazing. Shit of all time. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But then, yeah, everyone dropped off but us, and um, apparently, no one promoted. There was no no kind of any promotion, and uh, I think we played for four people, three, three people. Played for three people. I got too drunk. Because I, I had about this much uh, <laughs> b- bourbon rationed out, uh, and I was going to drink about half of it before the show, and then half of it after, and then Ethan, the guy from Spirit, that he got the call, and then uh, he was like, yeah, there's not going to be anybody here tonight, guys. I was like... I just drank it all. <laughs> yeah. I just drank it all. And it and then it hit me about like 30 minutes later when we were setting in up the setting up in the venue and I was like, "Oh." So yeah, it was sl- it was sloppy, it was gross. Yeah. It's a good thing no one was there, but yeah. I, I mean, we wouldn't have we wouldn't acted have that way if yeah. we had a decent show. And and the three people that were there weren't there for us. They they were just happened to be there. And they were like, "Yeah, we're just here to see some live music tonight." They just yeah, they're just at the bar, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So that was definitely their worst. Yeah. I mean, I always feel weird making people relive their worst story when I ask that question on the show. <laughs> oh, that's fine. The reason I do it is because we've all had horrible, horrible shows. It happens all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And if anybody's like a young musician listening to this and thinks, you know, that we're exempt, dude, it's part of the game. <laughs> right. It's 100% yeah, part You're going to get those, at least three of them, at least. <laughs> dude, and... <laughs> And then you you know you start to get into a groove and you're like oh we're we're a great band and then uh, and then and you it happens again and, and then you're humbled <laughs> something humbles you that always oh. it's like we're we're not as cool we're as like, we you know what we, we might be out of the woods <laughs> things are going great or you go to a city I I remember I remember we played in Nashville this last run it was it was it was uh, Halloween we played on Halloween or the night before Halloween right like it was our Halloween yeah and uh, and we played in Nashville and we had we were under the impression that. We have a million fans in Nashville because the last show we played, we had a bunch of people there for us. Uh-huh. And our crowd was good, but uh, it was a tough show. Matt, Matt's kick drum slipped out or something. like tech, tech, And then the mics weren't working and feeding back and shocking us. And, and, uh, and then we went and we hit the, the merch booth and sold like 30 bucks right away, another 20 bucks, and then nothing for the rest of the night. And that was literally it. And we made like uh, we made like I don't know maybe forty five bucks in merch that, a night that we thought we were like looking at like you know two fifty three hundred mm-hmm. bucks yeah, yeah. you know just something you know and we were like that hurts do, do we suck again <laughs> when did that happen yeah I mean it sucks when it's like Damn out, of, it. out of your control and like technical difficulties you yeah know, I know. Dude, terrible. we had we had a show one time. I gotta pee. I gotta. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> we had a show one time where we we it was. Uh, 
two shows two days in a row in the same city. It was in Columbus, and we played like a headliner at a venue, and it was sold out, and it was like an amazing show. And then the next day we had to play this like this, like fundraiser event, basically, mm-hmm. and it was outside in the, on, on an uncovered stage, and it was like a hundred something degrees. And the sun was just beating down on us, and we yeah. we loaded all our stuff up to realize that um, we were missing like a bunch of Ryan's gear. <laughs> like we were missing oh, his snare stand wasn't there, and so we ended up using uh, an ex uh, a drum throne and flipping it upside down and taping it to the stage, and then setting his snare on top of the like the legs the legs of the oh. And he, he had to play like that for, uh, I think it was like an hour and a half set we had, too. That was, that, that, that I was just got one. exhausted. That yeah. just made me tired. <laughs> we were like, what are we going <laughs> to do? And uh, this is before Walker was in the band. Walker was the drummer of the band that opened for us the night before. Mm-hmm. And he got hammered that night. Oh, and no. he accidentally <laughs> loaded up some of Ryan's stuff with his stuff. So we're trying to call Walker like, Hey, we need you to bring that stuff. You have Ryan's gear. Oh, we need I you to bring that. Here. We need you to bring that stuff. And, <laughs> and he's hammered drunk, like, or he's, he's super hung over that, that next yeah. day. And we're like, we need you to come here now <laughs> with Ryan's stuff. He, but we ended up just taping that drum thrown to the, to the stage and setting the, the snare on top of the legs. Oh my it was, God. It was a fun one. <laughs> but it actually went great. It actually ended up going really well. That was wild. And then you threw him into your band just to make up for it, right? So just to make like, up oh, for, him for that. So now for we can torture him forever. <laughs> it was an honest mistake. But yeah, no, dude, that that's was so fun. That was crazy. Yeah, we we just went to set up in an open field, nothing around. This It's literally like 30, 30 minutes away from any kind of guitar center or anything like that. And we only had like 20 minutes to set up. And, and the sound guy's like, so what's up? What are we doing? We're like, I don't know. I, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I couldn't think. And then I was like, all right, I have an extra stool. I'm just going to turn it around and tape it. And, oh, my it. gosh. It's <laughs> such it a were, smart move, though. It's such a smart move because people are like, how are we going to make it not muffled? We need to have it hang over air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was just like, that's the only thing I could think of. And then... It ended up actually working. It was yeah. unreal. And we got we got like a little break in in the middle of the set, I think, where yeah. and he he ended up showing up and bringing us because he was gonna come and watch anyway. But then uh, he yeah. was running late because he went pretty wild the night before. Yeah, it's just funny, dude. Because like this is you could just throw you could just throw a dart at a wall covered in like a list of your shows, and there's a story for every night. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. There and really I, is. Like, I'm thinking of, like, something to, to like, match with that. I'm like, like, five things pop in my head right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so fun um, to just go through a list of all of your shows you've ever played. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like you can play Pin the Tail on a Donkey with a bunch of bands. And that's what <laughs> 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 um, But that's what makes uh, it, that's what makes it beautiful. That's, that's yeah, what man, that's I what mean. makes, that, that's what makes performing so fun and, 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 you know, that's why hanging out with you guys, we, we end up staying up till four in the morning. I know. We're just trading stories, and it's all like it's all the same shit, man. It's it's so similar. Um, <laughs> I was I was curious, how's a how does the writing go for you, Green? Uh, like the is it lyrics first? Is it is it usually instruments first? How how does it come for you? Lyrics are almost always last, but sometimes nice. like simultaneously. Sometimes I'll I'll okay. write them like before I I move on, like. If I've got a verse and then I've got an idea for the chorus, 
then mm-hmm. I, I want to write the lyrics and get get an idea of what it's about before I continue. But most of the time, it's uh, completely melody-driven. And I'll, I'll come up with a melody and uh, a chord progression to back it and carry it. And then I come up with the lyrics last. Yeah. I just mumble. I mumble. I think uh, John Mayer calls it Ouija boarding. You just, you just, uh, I just hit record on GarageBand, and then I'll, ju- I'll just sing like whatever I'm, and whatever words come out. Some of them aren't even real words. It's you're just mumbling things, and and then sometimes you're like, oh, that kind of just, that's a little kind of catchy. What uh, that little whatever I said there, and so then I just try and figure out, okay, how can I make that fit into lyrics? This song's gonna be about this, and so I can keep that little catchy little part. John Mayer, John Mayer's the one who. Did you see his like little New Year's resolution post he made? I think a year ago, maybe he had he had a post and it's never left my mind. It was him putting a bunch of stuff about like reminders of how he should be writing songs and like what he what habits he wants to implement when he writes. And one of them was like sing words every time that you are writing the song, regardless of whether or not it means anything to you in the moment, regardless if it means anything. Just sing and use actual words and don't mumble because sometimes you'll find the the root of the song. Oh wow! I mean, that's yeah, that's that's pretty important. Yeah, <laughs> no, the, yeah, that's what that's what I'm talking about. I do I do that. I sing actual words, but they don't make any sense most of the time. It's just I use so a lot of the same phrases. Uh, I yes. I use a lot. Dude, I do the same thing. Yeah. I was I was um, I was talking to Noah uh, from Runner on this podcast, and we were talking about I have like I have like a uh, like crutches that I use to get into into like ad libbing. Yeah. You do the same. I do the exact. Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> that's I do. Hilarious. Can, can you tell me one or two of your phrases? Can you think um, of any? I, I always say "get back." I'm like, I got, I gotta get back to. The-. And I'm like, I yeah, do it, yeah, yeah. all the time, all that's the time. Funny. That one. Jarrett told me another one the other day. He was like, "You always like when you're coming up with a melody or something. You always that that comes." Uh, I'm trying to think of what it was. Good. That's good. I was. I'm trying to. I'm trying to locate mine, and I keep finding them, and I don't write it down when I think of it. So I, I can't, know. You too. know, but if you. If you if you ran a loop right now and had me sing on top of it, I would you would it'd be the first three and I'd be like that's them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I a lot of the same verbs. I say shake a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, shake's good. I say shake's wish. A good, I say a wish a lot. Um, I don't know why. I say I say like I don't even I don't even just because like a lot of times when I've I've just got like. A little yeah, corner yeah. I'm trying to hit, like, and I don't even something, something, something. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just flows like off the tongue, real good. I think some of a lot of it has to do more with um, with the syntax and with the like the 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 flow of something than what exactly. you're actually saying. You know, exactly. I'm literally just I'm looking at I'm looking at lyrics that I've written. <laughs> That's so funny, man. What do Both you of these songs, two different songs. Both have the line, I'm right to feel. Uh-oh. Both of them. You got to pick one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> or but it could just be a reoccurring part thing one, throughout two. your album or EP. It's true, man. It's true. You don't need to You don't need to, 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 to squish it too much, man. It can be a theme and people can catch on to it. I catch There's on no to like rules. musicians. There's I don't even right there. Yep. I don't even. <laughs> I just write it down in the kitchen. Spent so many nights alone that I don't even know the difference. It, even I just flipped to a one page in my my little journal right here, and yeah. there, there it is. I don't even. <laughs> That's so fun, man. I, I want to know everybody's because I always I always catch them like 
late in somebody's career once they've written enough records to like start going back to stuff you know yeah like, wait a minute yeah. i've heard that before <laughs> <laughs> oh man writing's so crazy yeah the funny thing to me is when when people will like uh like vampire weekend will talk about nouns he'll talk about places he okay. keeps talking about cape cod you know yeah and uh and and like phrases that are like you know really abstract and you're like if you do that twice like you you know it you know Dude, i like uh i i i remember the first time I, I started thinking about that uh ian metzger from deer in the headlights he he always would name specific places and stuff too uh uh, like face face down on Rosal Street and like specific things to his town and stuff like that and I was like, why don't I ever do that? I like that. That's good. <laughs> and then any, anybody that like is from where where you're talking about is gonna just like like heck yeah take importance. Like yeah. I know that place. Some some homage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like an anchor, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like a it's hard because it can you don't want to like get too specific all the time because you want people to be able to uh, interpret their own yeah, way exactly. yeah but uh i think it i think it's almost always for the better <laughs> for sure that's cool okay so i'm gonna run through my questions that i ask everybody okay okay cool so so this is uh like i want to know the biggest lessons you've learned about these things and you guys can each answer okay so the biggest lesson about writing follow the baseline <laughs> 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 that's good that's concrete <laughs> <laughs> that's mine <laughs> I, th- I think i think the the biggest lesson i've learned ab- about writing um at least lately is to try and not fall into a specific mold. pattern and uh yeah try and try and break the mold some and and venture because i i'll write like 10 songs that all kind of sound similar you know and i've lately i've been trying to i don't know i've written a bunch of things that i'm like this is really good but it's not like next level or groundbreaking i don't know if it's good enough for like is this where we what we want to put out next you know is it good enough to be something that that follows up the record that we just put out that we're really proud of or is it even harbor yeah yeah you you, you, that's that's kind of a thing you gotta you gotta keep in mind too when you're writing. Like, I think we definitely ventured out from that from this last record. Like, it, we didn't really care what we wrote, but like, we can't go too far off the spectrum. You yeah, know I, know. I mean, like, like, oh, this, yeah, this psychedelic song sounds just like Harbor. Like, no, it wouldn't. But <laughs> but if we have the ability to 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 do something. Uh, I, that's one of the things that I, I I love about our band is is the fact that I, I think we can pull off a lot of styles really well and do different sounds, and it's just a matter of like okay, are we pushing it too far in this? Yeah. I, I I wrote one recently that I'm I'm really excited about that's definitely definitely a little more experimental and a a, a little weirder. Um, it doesn't sound like anything we've done before. I'll send it to you as soon as we get done with this. So I want to get your opinion on it, but I think it, it. I think it'd be really cool to put out as a single this year, coming up to to follow up uh, the record because it's. I don't know. It's it's new and yeah. and fresh. Well, yeah, I think that's always a hard thing is is funneling it into different projects. So you know, like. If you listen to Rearrange and then you listen to our new single, Alenda, mm-hmm. you, you're like, huh? Yeah. yeah. You know? For sure. For and, sure. Uh, yeah. and 
part of why I was so adamant that Alenda, because we recorded two songs and I was pretty adamant that Alenda was going to be the first single because I wanted to kind of punch people in the face with the next thing we put out after $7 Paycheck. Yeah, um, for the sure. The other song that's going to be the second single that comes out is a lot more like what we have sounded like so far. And with a new spin, you know, it's still played live. It's still in the same studio, same recording. But but I think there was, a like, I think it was important. It's important sometimes to make a conscious decision to branch out as a, you know, cause like the safer call probably would have been to show people what they are more familiar with and Absolutely. then show them, you know? Ex- yeah, and I, yeah. And I think it was like, let's not do that this time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You, you, um, you were thinking about maybe warming them up to, you know, mm-hmm. new arms akimbo instead of just like smacking them in the face with something kind of different. Yeah. And I'm glad you did. Uh, me too, man. I'll send you guys the I'll send you guys the other one after this too. So we'll we'll do a little trade so you can tell me what you think of the other single. Um, okay, biggest lesson you've learned about touring. Wow. Ooh. Everyone has <laughs> their buttons that you shouldn't push. <laughs> and everyone needs their space when they say they need their space. Um it's it's key to living in a van, a fifteen passenger van. You're living in a van with what, five, six people. If somebody expresses that they need their space, they need their space. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably the biggest lesson I've learned. Um, just, I, I don't know. You got to respect people's um, opinions in their space, and I think that's it. And oh, and definitely have your responsibility of your own instrument at the end of the night. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'd say. Um, to pace yourself get uh get rest when you can and uh and then and kind of give your give yourself something to do to bring books or something or your headphones where you can get your little alone time a little bit every day yeah some Dude, something headf- to, headphones are like a bedroom on yeah the road. exactly they really are. exactly just little things that keep saying because it, it doesn't matter it's it's kind of it's like your brothers you know like love each other to death but it's a lot less like it's a lot less like friends and a lot more like brothers it is it <laughs> is you love them to death love every one of them to death but definitely need time to yourself and to uh you know you can get sick of anybody it's it's true and it's and i think going along with what both of you guys are saying but more you sulkin is not just like not pushing other people's buttons and like not disrupting their space but also being honest when you need space and when you sure. need some time yeah. There's dude, there's days when you're scheduled to drive and you're dead and you don't feel safe being the driver and you yeah. gotta be like, hey, listen, I'm happy to take 13 hours tomorrow, but today I just don't have it, man. I don't mm-hmm. have it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you gotta you gotta be honest. You gotta talk about how you feel mentally and if you're okay. And if not, then you know, then we'll figure it out as a unit. Yeah, I I think drive driving's a big one too. I I think that's a really good point, especially like. I know I I am not a good night driver. I I'll just get sleepy behind the wheel and stuff. But I'm I'm perfect. I can get up at six a.m. and and hit the road, and right. I'll get my coffee and I'm good to go. And everyone can sleep in, and I'm fine by myself up there. So I'm always a morning driver, and I never. We always driver. try to be as safe as possible and have two people in the front seat. But like this past run, there was definitely a lot of times where I was like, "Hey, man." 
I know I'm going to be fine for hours and hours. And honestly, yeah. I'd rather not talk to you. I'd rather listen to my little <laughs> shit that I want to listen to. That's him. He wants to be up there by his own. <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad own. you said that because <laughs> I am the night driver. I, uh-huh. I And I don't want any... I, I, do not want anyone in my passenger side. Like, I'm Dude, like, I'm cool. I'm good. I'm ready to go. I'm going to listen to my Julian Baker. I'm going to be sad up here. Yeah. And I'm just going <laughs> to get going. <laughs> let me get let me get in my own head. Because honestly, dude, if you try to talk to me, I'm going to get annoyed. And it's not, yeah. it has nothing to do with you. It's just my habits. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to want to pull off and go to bed sooner. <laughs> yeah, dude. So yeah. funny. <laughs> it's perfect. Like that's like, same thing. <laughs> what about biggest lesson in in uh, performing? Mine's to to get out of my own head, get out of my head, and just let loose and perform because I'm I'm just classic overthinker all the time, and uh, I'll I'll drive myself mad if I just think about everything that's going not perfect right now and or I'm trying to think of like how how are they how are they reacting to me right now or what I I I feel like what's what's up with Walker over there why is he not I'm 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 like why aren't you what what's going on like I I think my biggest thing is just to let go uh that's why I I always want to have like a few beers before we go on stage because then I I kind of let go of everything everything that's uh, I've got going on in my Personal. personal life everything that's that's going on everything that i'm stressed about i could let go and then i'm just in the moment on stage playing the songs that you know we we wrote and love and we love playing them and and, and trying to get back to like this is how i felt when i wrote these songs you know it can become singular it can be you and the crowd or one thing you and your band or one thing like it's not like the second you get in your head is when you start forgetting lyrics you know like because you're you're that, thinking about the yeah. wrong shit and then Me you're like too. oh fuck i said this the second verse and we're on the first one you yeah. know <laughs> i'm completely thinking about something else right now <laughs> yeah i've uh i'm i'm pretty much chiming on almost the same thing um i'm gonna quote jimmy neutron's dad and have fun with it straight <laughs> oh, up hugh are you talking about hugh <laughs> <laughs> just have fun just have fun with it <laughs> and like no like straight up like that's what you gotta do um you can't let your stage right guitarist, if he messes up a note, you can't or you can't just look at it and just like shake your head and just like ugh, be mad about it. Just like shake it off and just perform, you know, just have fun and you know what you need to do. You know, you know how you need to pro- perform and play and you just you just go for it and just have fun. That's yeah. And, and part of that is like being so well rehearsed at home, you know, you take the time to get those kinks out early that way, like you can let go because because you won't be focused on like, how does this, you know what I mean? It's like, you really got to be boned the fuck up once you get out there on everything so that you never have to think about it again. I, th- I feel like us on tour, I don't, I don't know if it's the same for, I feel like it's probably the same for most bands, but um, every, every night, I feel like every night we get better and tighter because it's it becomes more we're not it's not like all right here we go it's a show it's like all right here we go it's showtime you yeah. know like we're yeah. same more thing last, same thing we did last. last night and you know like you just get in the rhythm you get better you get more comfortable with the fact that you're playing shows every night and then it's like yeah. you'll have your best yep. shows and you're not even phased by the amount of people that you know might have phased you earlier right and and the funniest part about that to me is that you start to take those shows less serious. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> like your biggest show ever, your biggest show ever. You're just like, whatever. 
You're like, let's go do this. You're like, I, I'm wearing the same shit I wore in the van. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of stinky tonight. Like, <laughs> you're totally right. You're, you're totally right. Yeah. Like, but I feel good. I'm ready to go. Yeah. yeah, dude. That's that's the fun. That's the best. I love I love week two of tour when you're like in the rhythm and you're like, oh, this is a job now. Today, this is the office. Sure. Yep. You know, absolutely. Oh man. All right, boys. Um, is Stacy yeah, around? She's out there in the in the front room. Tell her I say hi, man. Hold on, let me go. Can you can you bring? Her? I want to say hi to her. Yeah, real quick. go get her. I was gonna cool. yell, but I didn't uh, want to yell it in the microphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, this is a great thing about you guys, but uh, Ryan Sulkin was introduced to you as a band member eventually because you were dating his sister is his triplet correct uh opposite i i knew him before opposite. i met her because oh, of right. him yeah well she's she's like a she's like another member of the band to me i stay hi hi, <laughs> hi. <laughs> how's it going good how are you doing all right you surviving i think so i'm ready for the boss okay yeah, I just wanted to say hi. <laughs> but, <laughs> I miss your house. I miss you guys. I miss you. <laughs> miss your guys' yeah. house. <laughs> Good. I know. <laughs> uh, you're Don't back. I look like you're her? <laughs> you guys look the same. I mean, mustache is bigger on you, I got to yeah. say. I'd hope so. God, I've been, I've been yeah. rocking this for a while, He's man. been working on it. I know. <laughs> What's it been since November? Yeah, like November. Yeah, you, you had it when we were there. Did I? Yeah, Man, sure. that was November, so you just started it. I yeah. just started it. Just, this is, <laughs> and I just shaved today. Everything other than my. You look, you look good. Thank you. You guys both look good. You guys both look like you're actually putting some effort into your quarantine. Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, buddy? Are you doing all right? I'm fine, man. <laughs> you're miserable. I'm tired right now. I've been doing too much today. I was tracking a bunch of drums for our demos today, just because, like, I wanted to just play along to our stuff. So. I had Chris send me what we tracked on his computer and the BPM, and I got my janky set up here in the house because I got a kit for once, and it'll sound better than... What do you got? I got some shitty Pearl kit from when I was a teenager, but Whatever. it's all good. Whatever. Yeah. It works. It I mean, it's, it's demos. It plays. Yeah. I got decent Avitas symbols. What are they called? I got the Avitas Customs, man, the old pop punk symbols. Avitas? Yeah, dude, the the Zildjian, the, the Zildjian. Oh, Zil- oh, 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 oh! You're talking. That's his last name. Isn't what it? kind of what kind of kit did we just Audio. use? We we just recorded. Uh, we we did this little uh, cover. We're gonna put out a little cover oh. video this week. Yeah. And uh, we tracked it with Devin, our our new guitar player. He's got a little a little studio set up. Nothing crazy. And uh, but we 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 weren't sure if we were gonna be able to track live drums that well. And they actually they sound pretty. Pretty good. We, we used a, a tiny little. It's a little, a little tiny Ludwig. It was like a little Questlove kit or something. What if you guys have you thought about just doing the full recordings on that and then like paying somebody to mix the whole thing? Yeah, like, we're. I, feel we're, like I mean, we're get... gonna we're thinking about it, toying around with it. Cause that's one thing we've we've never had that much time when recording. Like we've all, we always just run out of time. We feel rushed. And, we feel yeah, we're rushed. always rushed, and then there's there's a million things on thoughts that could be so much better if we if we had the time to. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you guys could definitely get away with tracking something in in a little studio that's dead enough, and then and then taking it to you know a producer or producer to to mix that bad boy and yeah yeah get, I don't know I'm seeing more and more records that are like half and half like that and it's and they sound nice man yeah I mean and it just gives you so much more time and you're not paying for it at the same time like exactly studios are just expensive and, I know you know 
People don't yeah. understand that. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I mean, what? What? Did, I think every time I die is recording a record, and then I think they're on like day ninety. <laughs> oh my oh god! god. <laughs> Could you imagine having ninety days to record it? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'd actually lose my mind. I feel like you need some limitations to make something. Yeah, better, yeah. You know? Dude, I just, I just, I honestly just want to get to a point where like this is my job, and I can like we can do this, and like. We can do this however long we want, and however long you think this record's going to take, that's how long it's going to take, and, like, you know, just new ideas, studio ideas, like, as a group. Like, there's five people there all the time, because, like, whenever we record, it's usually only two people there, three people there. Right, it's usually yeah, not so the whole band. can get in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, we always do, we do so many weekend things, so we can make sure everybody's there, but. That's, yeah. that's very important. Yep. It's, uh, I don't know, man, that's the goal, that's the dream. It's, like, what can we do to make this profitable enough to know to live. that like we got something we can bring to people and and i don't want to be miserable doing it all the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want some kind of cash yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. all right boys well i can't thank you enough for doing this do you guys have anything else so you guys got a single coming out or like a cover coming out you guys have we got a cover going on or? cover coming out yeah cover you guys coming doing out live streams um yeah we we'll might put it we'll put a couple of live streams out there um yeah we're just we're just trying to figure out a way to stay relevant <laughs> like you know what i mean it's oh, kind yeah. of a weird thing we we're supposed to be on tour this whole entire year and it's pretty we feel pretty low that we're not doing it and like we we just need to continue to put out something so we're uh we're gonna give you guys a little bit of covers and yeah and we're, we're gonna figure out uh, what, whatever we want to do with all the music we're writing, yeah. <laughs> figure out some kind of plan yeah. for it all. And we got to make know. sure we don't burn out because that was kind of a thing that happened quickly. Is like let's keep everybody, you know, like this is a hard, weird adjustment to make. So how can we make ourselves as excited about this every effort, every time that we're putting our effort into it? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, just gonna sure. be interesting when it, everything gets live again. Like how are we gonna do this live? Uh, I know it's music? spooky to think about. <laughs> You know, how are we going to do this in venues and all that stuff? It's yeah. really strange, but, I mean, hopefully they'll figure it out, and we'll just abide by the, yeah. the guidelines. How are we going to have to play <laughs> venues that are way too big for us? Yeah. We're playing coliseums. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, so if, if we draw 500 people, do we have to play in a 2,500-cap venue so right. that they'll allow 500 people in? <laughs> the tour photography is going to be kind of sparse these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, crowd surfing even sparser. <laughs> only stage shots. Only stage yeah, shots. Just stage shots. <laughs> oh man. Can you imagine those well, those mosh pits? <laughs> I love you guys, man. Thanks for love doing you. this. Love you. Pete. Thank all right. you. Dude, thanks so much for having thanks so much for having us. Great talking to you. Tell all the boys we say hey. And now Love Lost by Harbor. Take a chance on me. I will make you see who I am. Oh.
So 